In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. The red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. My friend here that's drinking is <laughs> a course creation expert, best-selling author on courses, online courses, all types of courses, and just all-around expert on courses. And we're, today we're going to talk about courses, why you need to be making them, but I think the biggest thing I want to talk about is what people are doing wrong and what it's costing them in courses. Carrie Rose, thanks for being on. Hey, thanks for having me, Ian. Cheers. Uh, cheers. We're drinking because it's, it's after hours. It is after hours. And we're in the studio. LaShawn's behind the camera because he was too scared to get on camera. Oh, he's never too scared for I'm anything. I'm super excited to be doing this because we don't usually do it this way. The only other person that's been in this style is Gary Vaynerchuk. So hey, I'm the you, you and Gary V. Oh, and I think it's apropos that we have wine. We have wine. It's, it's kind of like Wine Library TV was. I think so. Except better quality. We should give him a shout out. Yo, Say, we're thinking shout out. <laughs> um, so, Carrie. Yes. How did, tell me, how did you get into online courses? How did I get into online courses? Oh, you know, it was definitely a journey. Um, it wasn't like something that just happened one well, day. Not the short version. The short version? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I met three guys in a bar. <laughs> the shortest version was I met three guys in a bar, but it goes back even further. So That sounds like being a joke. It is. Three internet marketers walk into a bar. And I think uh, there's like the SEO version of that too, right? A, a bar, pub, like what are the other terminologies for that? But um, yeah, so I, uh, I had selective mutism as a child. I witnessed something uh, pretty dramatic. And um, from the time I was four till the time I was 10, I barely spoke, and I'm also dyslexic. So I started my fifth grade year not knowing how to read, and I had one teacher take me from that to the highest standardized test score that school had seen in one year's time. Um, so really, Ian, what that taught me was uh, the power and impact that we can have on another person if we care and if we use the right strategies. And I went on to emulate Mrs. Taylor in my adult life and, of course, in my um, public school experience. but. I was working on my doctorate, um, and no joke, literally three internet marketers walked into a bar, and they introduced me to um, the world of online marketing and what could happen with it. Um, and it was great. It was a great experience for me, but they kept Who were those internet me. marketers? They were um, Jesse Jameson, uh, Tim Irway, and Matt Crystal. And Tim and Matt took over magnetic sponsoring from Mike Dillard. Uh, Jesse Jameson is the co-founder of... (laughs) I don't think so. I'm not really sure. (laughs) I'm not going to Google that. Um, He's the co-founder of Social Media Pro with Kate Buck Jr. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So, they introduced me to online courses and started giving me access to that world. And what I found was uh, there was a lot to be done. Uh, We were making some of the same mistakes inside of online courses that we were making inside of public education, which is really interesting because most entrepreneurs aren't super big fans of the public ed system. Mm-hmm. But it's all they know. It's all they know. We just perpetuate old habits, right? We yep. do what's been done. Yep. So 
What was the first course that you made? Mm. The first course that I made, I started out as a coaching program that I did over and over and over again, and that's my course cre- course creator method. So that's the first course that I made for our business. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's uh, you know tens of courses that I've created for other people. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about. Uh, I mean, so. Who should be making courses? I want to talk a little bit who you know you who you've worked about, where, yeah. but who should be making courses? Who shouldn't be making courses? Sure. Okay. If you haven't found yourself yet, <laughs> I hate to say that, um, but if you don't know who you are or what you're an expert in, it's probably not your time to make a course. Okay. Uh, maybe figure that part out first. Um, so if I watch a course, I shouldn't make a course on that course. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Good. That's good advice. I've yeah. seen a few of you do that. Don't do that. I had somebody reach out to me via Facebook Messenger once, and they were like, hey, I'd really like to make a course with you. And I was like, this is interesting. I, I didn't know if he was prospecting me to sell him on my services, so I was like, all right, what do you, tell me more about what you're, what you're talking about. And he's like, well, you teach on whatever you teach on, and I'll teach on what I teach on, and we'll build a course together, and then we'll split the ad spend and sell it. And I was like, okay, what do you teach on? And he's like, well, I'm a nutritionist. And I was like okay, a nutritionist plus a course creation expert, and then we're going to have a what? You know, what kind of, like, it's just, don't do it for the scam of it. Don't do it just for the money, not for the impact as well. Okay, that's that's important. Don't do it just for the money. Because it's hard to make money making courses, right? It's not not as easy as people say. Yeah, because Um, the people selling the idea that they made a lot of money making courses are selling you a course on how to make money making courses. There you go. And how easy it is. There you go. It's easy, simple, and fast. But it's Do it not, right away. It's not, right? <laughs> um, not if you want to create a real business around it, no. So, and, and let's, you know, creating a real business around it, it is, with the people that you've seen really successful, is the course their only source of income? No. For me, I think of the course more of like a middle of the funnel as opposed to bottom okay. of the funnel. Okay. So like, what is it leading people into? What else are you going to sell after that? You know, it's, it's one component and yeah you can have like a suite of courses that you're selling as well but it's just like it's an opportunity to serve people at a higher level mm-hmm. you know and I think the people that offer the one-off course and expect that to be their business are also trying to pack that one course with everything they've ever known ever which is a disservice to their audience nutrition well. and course creation yeah you know <laughs> might as well sandwich that shit of stuff together that's no, fine <laughs> okay now, now this is explicit so what the freak um Delete it out. Well, we're honoring Gary V today. Yeah. All right. So thanks for ruining my show. We're oh done. Gosh. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm so sorry. Um, sorry. No, so <laughs> we. So you shouldn't make courses if you don't know how to make them. But the people that are successful, there's a lot of successful people out there that also think that just because they're super successful and done what they've done, that they can make courses and then they make courses and know that they need help making courses. Mm-hmm. I know we've worked with a lot of the same people and you've helped people make their courses. Can you tell me a few of the people that you've helped? Sure. Uh, so Jay Bear of Convince and Convert is one of our former clients. Uh, Dr. Chris Zeno from the I Am Hero Project. That should be launching soon. Chris Smith from the Campfire Effect. Anthony Trucks did Renew You. Um, and all these people were successful with courses, right? They're super successful. So why did they come to you? Why? Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't mean, I, I, I not just come to you, but seek out help. And, and, uh, and then want someone that's an expert in this. Sure. Well, I think the industry is getting such that we're having a, you know, coming to a point where people are starting to realize that quality is a factor. 
You know, you can't just sell the uh, snake oil. It doesn't work for people. Um, so the people that I tend to work with are brilliant entrepreneurs who are highly successful, highly engaging, who have amazing content, um, and they know that they need to make something that serves at that level, you know? And they know that there's a few things that they don't know. Mm -hmm. you know? What are some of the things that your an average course creator or someone that's thinking about creating courses, I mean, it's, it's just a list of this is what I have to do and put it out there? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? So, I mean, what do, what do they know? What do course creators not know that people have been making courses for a while that is important to them? Sure. You know, so there's a lot, actually. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few things. Like I said, you know, we're, we're perpetuating old habits. So let's start with that. Like, I can go inside some of the most effective courses that I've seen out there on the market and still identify that only 20% of the population can learn based on just realizing like, you know, where people stand and how people learn. We're not engaging people at the level that they need to be in order to be successful. Across mm -hmm. the board, we're only hitting things that we like. You know, for instance, some people say like, well, I put PDFs in because that's what I like, or I like to add diagrams because that's what I like. But people are just going with what they know helps mm -hmm. them and not thinking about what helps everybody you know so like a simple quick tip for anybody that's listening just like a really obvious one but some people for some reason don't think about it if you're going to film the video take the video strip the audio take the audio have it transcribed put all three in your course yeah right now it's really simple however they want to learn I, I they think have that's access. great that's so important too because it's i mean i learn all three ways Right. So I can watch video, then I want to scan, figure out where that piece is, and sometimes I want to drive around and listen to it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people aren't actually even aware of their own metacognition. Like, you are aware of, and just to break it down in layman's terms, you are aware of how you study. You are aware of how you learn best. Yeah. A lot of people haven't done that work. So as our job as course creators, as instructors and teachers of all levels, is to make sure that we provide enough differentiation inside of these static programs. There are enough things that meet each individual's needs exactly where they are in that moment. And it, it seems like it's hard to do. It seems like it's out there. But it, guys, it's really actually not that difficult. It just requires a little bit of forethought, energy, and time. But I want to make money now. Pre-sell that. Well, I, <laughs> well, you know, Pre-sell it and make yeah, something it's, awesome. It's making, but if I'm, okay, so who should be making courses and why should they be taking this advice from you and not just going sure. and putting all the videos up there and, and selling those videos? Okay, so those are two different questions. Yes, there's two questions. I'm good at asking two questions I'm, at once. I know. I'm not good at holding them, so you're going to have to help me out here. All right, <clears throat> so first of all, who should be making courses? Somebody that, again, has, has an expertise, you know, uh, probably has an established business already, I would recommend, um, or has been in business before. If you're just getting started out, maybe it's not the right path to jump into, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, or, or just be advised that if you are jumping into that path, there are other components and you're going to have a lot of things to learn. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you're ready for that, there's a door um, to, to come into it. But, um, you know, people that are, I don't even say you'd have to have an audience in order to create a course because I don't live by that either, but just have something that is actually unique to you to share and not just copying somebody else's material, a different perspective, a different procedure, a different process, a different way of doing things. Now, why do they care if it's good? Was that the question? Why do they, it was something related well, to Well, why do they care if it's effective? Effective. When you talk about an effective course, what you're talking about is, you know, have you served your client? Mm -hmm. Have you gotten them their outcome? And there's a couple of different statistics that we can go over that kind of relate to that. 
Um, no actual like specific data related to courses as a whole. So let me just like track this for you. So according to marketing metrics, 60 to 70 percent of satisfied, or you're more likely to sell to, or 60 to 70 percent more likely, sorry, to sell to an existing happy customer. Mm. Okay. That's important. So if you talk about back-end sales, knowing that, that that's how consumers you know, work, that's a really good number to think about. Another number to think about, I think this is from Ruby, Ruby Newell Legner, and I might be mispronouncing your name, um, but according to her, only 4 to 5% of dissatisfied customers ever actually complain. Okay. That's an important step. So 95 to 96% of people that are dissatisfied, not your whole population, but that slice of the pie that are dissatisfied, are walking away not saying anything. Yeah. And in online courses, we have uh, most people have on average a 15% return refund rate. And some marketers will say that if you're not refunding at a 20% rate, you're not marketing aggressively enough. So if you start looking at those numbers across the board, there's a lot of room for fixing, right? Yep. And so the area that I like to hang out in is course completion rates. Now, right now, course completion rates matter. I'm hoping as we evolve education and we evolve online education through all the means that we have available to us, they won't matter. But at the moment, we have it in chunked as like seat time for outcome, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're looking at seat time for outcome, we've got right now with online courses a $255 billion industry up from $107 billion a couple years ago with a 3 to 5% completion rate on average. I've had clients get up to 96% completion. So before you tell me that the average is what is, oh, that's just going to happen to me, I'd like to say there's a lot of things that are possible outside of that. And we can do a lot better to serve our people. But if we start to look at back-end sales, you know, I had a conversation with a potential client who was doing 100 mil annually in online course sales. And when I asked them their completion rate the first time, they didn't know. And the second time they told me it was 3.9%. And I'm going to say they're doing an amazing job marketing. Yeah. But when you look at how many people they're losing on the back end, if we just think about that 60 to 70% more likely to purchase from you, if they're happy, satisfied customers, what would that business look like if that number were higher? And, you know, I think another important part, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Well, now we are. The mere exposure <laughs> effect. And the fact that if someone's, if it's a video of you, on the course and someone spends 15 minutes with you or they spend four hours with you, mm-hmm. if they spend four hours with you, you, they know, like, and trust you even that much more. So even getting someone to look at you for four hours right. is, is worth it. If you are going to sell anything on the back end, because you become more of an expert. I am appreciating that information. I am, cause we haven't talked about this before and I'm like, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know, honestly, when we're talking about time, though, guys, uh, four hours is an okay uh, time block for your course, but 25 hours is not an okay time block for your course. (laughs) That's like a college course. (laughs) Right, exactly. And, like, people really want their outcome. They don't want to learn everything you've ever done ever. They want their outcome, and they want it as fast as humanly possible. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and I know a lot of people that want a lot of outcomes. And, uh, you know, I... when I talk to you about people that should be doing courses, there's the obvious one, like the internet marketers. They're like everyone that's making money online should make more money online. But I think there's a huge opportunity too for people that are not internet marketers that are like per se that their sole income is not internet marketing. And like I, you know, we've attorneys that listen to us and you know, staffing companies and, and 
a variety of people that can be using online courses. Have you seen anyone using online courses in a unique way to gain clients? Oh, sure. I think it's definitely big for the consulting market. You know, and anytime you need to inform somebody ahead of time, like if you have a, a process that you walk every client through, let's say I own a chiropractic office, right? Mm-hmm. And I have information that I give every client before they ever, you know, step into my office. And I'm just repeating myself over and over and over again. This may not be a product that you per se sell, but this might be something that you have available and have ready for them. Um, let's say, uh, even when I went for my first float experience. But, uh, <laughs> can, can, can I stop you right there? Yeah, because go for it. I think also, like, you, you might not profit on the course because from a marketing standpoint, you could break even on the customer acquisition on that course, sell the course for $20 and get someone to watch that video for or watch that course for $20 mm-hmm. and pay that in advertising. Now your customer acquisition is free. Your education is free and people are walking in knowing, like, and trusting you more and an educated client. Mm-hmm. Educated by you, not educated by someone else. And I think that is super, super valuable. And I think I don't want to skip over that because, like you said, I've got chiropractors listening to this, people doing stem cell marketing. A lot of our clients are doing that. And even like personal injury attorneys, divorce attorneys, all those people can be making online courses and have an educated client. And an educated client is going to complain less, is going to, you're going to have less attrition, and they're going to go less places because you've taught them your method. Oh, absolutely. Could you just imagine how many people that are having like divorces, if they had like the right course <laughs> going before it, you know, like this is what the divorce process really looks like. And I want you to be prepared for it. Yep. You know, I would buy that course and then hire that attorney. Yeah. <laughs> or or like here's, here's everything you know about the divorce process. Yeah. Right. I mean, okay. Not that I'm getting divorced now, but I'm just saying. Well, you're getting married. Soon, I'm getting so. married. Hey, opposite. opposite. But I got but me through a, a divorce. And- a marriage course. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many of these things. If you're an event planner, here's a course on planning your event. Right. And people are scared, I think, to give away all their knowledge or even sell all their knowledge. But mm-hmm. I, but in the end, I think you got a good valid point is that it's the back end sale. Well, absolutely. You know, and when you talked about it before, you said something about customer acquisition. You know, uh, there's a person that I know, Kurt Molly, that does Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he said specifically is that you know, a lot of people will, that are doing online courses will pump that, whatever they're earning from the online course, pump all of that into ad spend. Oh yeah. And just take it and like pump that up. And then the back end sales are everything. Yep. Yeah. You know? And so it may depend on your price point. It may depend on, you know, how much it costs to acquire your customer, but it's just something to consider. Like we're really looking at, you know, our, how are we educating our people? How are we serving our people? And how are we growing our business? Mm-hmm. And how do all of these things fit together? Yep. Yeah, I think that's it's an important thing for people to realize and, and educating your clients, especially as things become more complex mm-hmm. because the world's becoming more and more and more complex. The laws are becoming more complex. Accounting's becoming more complex. I love if my accountant gave me an online course on how to run my business that was by them and I could watch it and listen to it. That'd be awesome. Oh and I would gosh. stay with them forever. Right. Loyalty. Loyalty. Right. And, and that education process is super important. Um, so that said, what is the, and okay, let's stop right here. If someone wants to get more information on how to work with you and do this, um, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, what's your website too? Oh, uh, www.of-course.us. Couldn't get the .com, huh? 
Facebook.com? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I just didn't do it. Or you can Google Dr. Terry Rose. There um, you go. And, I mean, and you guys put some great stuff out on Facebook. I would suggest following her on Facebook and Instagram. We're actually going to shoot some Instagram ads for her eventually. Yay! Um, eventually, today? Ev- eventually, today. <laughs> um, so, but let's get into what are the steps to creating an awesome course? Okay. I think the first of it is intention. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people, you know, skip that part and just, you know, move into like, I want to make money. I want to grow my business. Yeah. But like, really, like, what is your intention for the people on the other side of the course? Mm-hmm. And start with that. Um, what is the outcome that you want them to achieve? Mm. Have you researched said outcome? Is there a market for what you're trying to sell? Right. And, and a lot of people go like, oh, nobody's selling this thing. So therefore I should make it. And like, that's the opposite of what you should really do. Like, really look at it. You know, like, just think about it in these terms. Like, if I like to fish, how many fishing poles do you have? I don't know. Like, lots or just one? Seven or eight. Okay, he likes to fish. So there's... I have probably 25 cookbooks, right? Because that's what I, I want to do. I only had 25 cookbooks. Uh, you beat me. But, like, there's, you know, foodnetworktv.com, I think. So, but anyways, like, you... If somebody wants to do something, they're going to purchase a lot of it. So look for areas that people are purchasing, right? And how can you definitely fill those areas? And we have a training on that as well. What? I know. I have all these trainings. What? Tons of trainings. That's what I do. But then, you know, the next part also, once you've, you know, decided what you're going to create is your offer and you've validated that in some means, whether it's pre-selling or doing the proper market research or, you know, inviting people into a coaching program of some sort, really write, sit down and write out what I call faux copy. Okay, so you want to write out the fake copy for your landing page. And I don't know about you. I'm not a copywriter. So every time I sit down to write copy, it's like, <laughs> who's doing this, right? Yeah. But to me, that landing page coffee, copy is so essential because it's my promise to the person on the other side. Mm-hmm. So before I start creating a course, I want to make my promises. These are what your outcomes are going to be when you're done. And I promise you, hand on my heart, I'm going to get you there. So then you I think let's, have let's, that. Let's stop yeah. there. And that's an important point. Know where the actual results that they're going to have mm-hmm. and from getting in the course before you start making the course. Definitely. It seems so simple, huh. but <laughs> I, I bet, you know, no one's thinking about that right now. They're like, Oh, I'm going to make a course on video marketing. What are your results? And it's like, them. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> no. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That's a big piece of advice. And even if you're not making a course, I would suggest, if what you want clients, what you want your customers to know and be educated on before they even come to you is something that you should be creating videos on, etc. So anyways, sorry. Definitely. To oh no. And then, you know, when you're done with it all and you know, like, and you've validated that what you've created does match this, mm-hmm. right? Um, then you send that copy to a copywriter to actually get it to sell. I just wanted to yeah. add that part in. Like, don't put the pressure on yourself that what I what I wrote down is the thing. That's not the thing. But you want to have congruence, and a lot of times there's not congruence between the landing page copy and the course, and it causes uh, some I'd call it itchiness. <laughs> it causes a lack of conversion. It causes yeah. your landing page not to work, and then also it causes people... people to be upset. It causes refunds. It causes them not to go through it. It's just so many things confusion. that like confusion, yeah, anger. You, you just don't want any of that. Hatred. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Drinking. Laser eyeballs. Uh, all these things that you definitely don't want. So get that off the table right away. 
I forgot to say target market, but I'm hoping you're including your target market analysis somewhere inside of your market research process. Target market's important. We have a lot of <laughs> podcasts on that. If you don't know who exactly you're talking to, figure that out. You know, and a conversation that I had with Jay Bear when I interviewed him for my book, uh, one of the things that he said is that, you know, when doing your course, don't be afraid to make multiple courses for different audiences. You know, like if he would go back in time in the course that we created, he would do a keep your customers course for like, you know, uh, different groups of people. So maybe keep your customers for chiropractors or keep your customers for attorneys so that it's like really specific to the people that you're talking to. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's like little tweaks you can do inside of that. But at least in the course that you're making, like know who the people are. Yes. Super important. It helps with marketing. So I know who I am. I know my intention. What's next? After that, yeah. going back to the outcome. So there's a process that I call creating a focus question mm-hmm. um, that really, really helps with staying true to the outcome throughout the process. Okay, so let's just say this. Focus questions start with how or why. Mm-hmm. And the reason is they're not right there questions. So right there questions right. would be what? Like, what are you going to do for dinner? Well, I'm going to eat fish and chips. Uh, where are you going after this? Well, I'm going to the pub. When are you going to be there? 6.30. Like those are right there questions. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to ask a right there question because it's too easy. But a focus question, what it does for your um, person on the other side is it, it uh, your student, it activates the reticular activating system. So it has them looking for the answer. So uh, answers are slaves to questions. You know, as soon as you ask a question, my brain has to figure out mm-hmm. the answer to it. Yep. Right? So the questions that you're going to ask, you're going to ask your audience. You're going to say, by the time you finish this lesson, I want you to be able to answer the following question. Now, as a course creator, though, if you know what that is, and it's in alignment with your outcome, so in order to have that outcome, you need to have answered all of these focus questions here, I've now put a fence around my content, which most people don't do when they're creating courses. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you've ever taken a course where you're like, oh my gosh, this is a hella waste of time. You know, I was inside of one that was eight hours on LinkedIn that could have been a five page PDF. Oh, that's the worst. Okay. (laughs) And and people groan at it, right? And I groaned then and I still remember and it was like four years ago. Right? So And you hate that person. I don't even remember them. But that's worse, isn't it? Like subtle indifference. I remember that I didn't like their course, but if I saw them in like at a conference, I wouldn't recognize them. Like you took eight hours of my time. Right? I thought, right, you should so don't do that. throat punch. But um, yeah, but if you put a fence around it, now you know, like when you're creating your lessons, I'm only answering this question. If it doesn't go inside of this question, it doesn't go inside of this lesson. And now mm-hmm. your lessons have just gotten shorter, right? Which is great because according to, um, I want to say the learning management system, and I can't remember the name. It is not... The one I used to talk to. Yeah, this learning management system that did a study. 80% of st- stats are made up on the spot. So No, this isn't made up on the spot. I promise. I know. They this actually, is only 20%. <laughs> they found that people were find, falling off at the seven-minute mark. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes into the video, people are falling off inside of courses. I can see that. Definitely. Well, I mean, like, are you The Walking Dead? Like, are you Game of Thrones? Are you that interesting? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you may be. I the Walking like, Dead. I, I, I like the Walking Dead. At first, I thought you were like, am I a zombie? But I'm not a realized zombie. It was a but show. like, no, but like, ooh, that was the desk moving. But like, it, um, we're not that exciting inside of it. So we have to make it chunky. Mm-hmm. Just a little chunky, right? Mm-hmm. Little three to five minutes is what I recommend for most people. I wouldn't go past it. Because if, if you hit the seven minutes, then they're falling off. So 
a little short, yeah. answer the question, provide some sort of an activity, provide some sort of question that makes them go deeper, and then move on into the next lesson. Awesome. Keep it as simple as that possible. That makes it easier to create it, too. Doesn't it? I've had people take my course, and no joke, they were sitting on their course for forever. They finished creating it, their, their own course in seven days. That's awesome. And then did five more in the year, because like the process- Seven days. Create your course in seven days. I, I do it faster, but the process just like yanks people, like it yanks the knowledge out of them. And, and we can get that process, but you click on the link, you teach about that process, right? I do. It's not like you don't directly get that process, in the link, but, but it's inside of my course. Yeah. yeah it's, you you got to buy the course. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There's some knowledge that's proprietary. So once you've built the course. <laughs> yes. How much do you charge for it? Oh, gosh. How big is the problem you're solving? I don't know. Right? I mean, you and I have had this conversation before. You were we like, have? Yes, when I interviewed you. Oh, yeah, I was in your book. Yes, you were in my book, silly. So uh, you said if I would pay $1,000 for somebody to solve a $10,000 problem. Yeah. Repeatedly. So really, what's the pain point of the problem that you're solving? And a lot of people will go like, oh, I should only charge like, what was it, free 99 if it's my first course? Like, I hear that a lot. Like, oh, I'm just going to get started. I'm just going to go for free on this first one. Mm -hmm. And actually, statistically, that causes problems with completion. That's one yeah. of the only um, pieces of actual, like, quantifiable data that they have related to course completion rates. If you don't charge, they won't finish. So there's really no point in that. That's important. Right. That's important to know. Right. If you want people, I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, make sure they figure that it's going to be a sales pitch. And, and you don't, also, you don't give your best work in there if you're not going to charge. No. Absolutely. Good, good point. There you go. <laughs> What's the most you've ever seen someone charge for a course? I've heard 5,000, I've heard 15,000, but I haven't been in, you know, relationship to any of those courses. Like I haven't had anything to do with Not those. like alchemy, like how to turn lead to gold? I think so. Oh, cool. How to raise the dead. I think I that's... <laughs> you want to get back grandma and Fido? You can yeah. do it. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. We're getting in a different show. Um, Sorry, so, dude. Uh, so, okay. Charging course depends on the, the, the problem. What do you see as most people's biggest obstacle to making their course? Sure. Honestly, the biggest obstacle is them. Yes, but what part of them? It's that part and it's that basic fear of, I am not enough to do it. It's that basic fear of, you know, um, is this ready? That perfectionism spin over and over and over again. Like, this isn't ready. I need to re-edit. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's that, I don't know if it's going to sell. Yeah. You know, those are the three that I see consistently over and over and over again. And good news, guys, if you're having that, I, there are people at all levels that have that. There are New York Times bestsellers that have that. So please don't feel like I have these issues that, you know, it's not for me. The same people that you see that are super successful, they're battling the same fears. They're just walking through it. It's just having that little ounce of courage to keep going no matter what. Awesome. Good advice. And... You'd tell me if it was bad advice, right? I would tell you if it's bad advice. <laughs> stupid. Like, Don't listen. Durr. <laughs> uh, awesome, awesome. So we're, we're closing up here. What do you see as the future of courses? We talked a little bit about bots and courses. You're doing some of yeah, that. Yeah, that's fun. What, what's going on with that? Yeah, so... Should we, everyone be doing that? It's an extra step. It doesn't actually take much time once you learn how to do bots. 
Um, so I think it's definitely something that's, you know, it's interesting that it's there for you and considering, um, how everything is moving inside of online marketing, I think, why not? Why not have everything attached to your bot? Why not have it go from like the nurture sequence all the way through the first purchase, nurturing them to the second purchase, nurturing them to the third part. I would, I would not avoid bots right now. Definitely cool. not. Um, and you know what I would like to see, this is what I would really like to see is more choose your own adventure courses as we get down the road. Because what I said before is like completion matters right now as far as seat time. Because if you're saying, I only answer this question if you take this completed course, then they need to complete the course. However, if you're able to assess in some means mm -hmm. that they don't need lessons three, four, and five, yep. I think why don't great. they skip them? Yep. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think it's super important, uh, especially as people learn different things and our education is not the same. Absolutely not. They don't come with the same background knowledge. And with automation, you can do it really simply and not have it take your time. Awesome. Good advice. I hope you're all taking good notes if you're watching this. If you're not watching this and you're just listening to this, I don't know why I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> uh, but um, make sure to click on the show notes to watch the video because Carrie's very pretty. Aww, and so, and so am I. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh to you. No, that's fine. That's fine. My, my feelings are hurt. I need to go buy a course on self-esteem now. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, thank You're you crazy. so much for being on the show. And if someone clicks on the link go in the show notes or goes to my website, clicks on the link, goes there, what are they going to get? Yes, they're going to get the first training that's going to start them off. Cool. Okay, that's going to be the why I haven't I started yet. <laughs> Which anyone that's clicking on it needs to be able to listen to it. Yes, there you go. And if someone does want to work with you, what are the ways that they can work with you? Sure. So if they go to my website of, of course.us, not a dot com, not a dot com. Sorry, guys, I came late to the party. Um, if you click on that, it just go to work with us, and then there's an application to fill out. Cool. Because so. you don't work with everyone. I don't. I work with people that are ready. I don't like taking people's nice. money if they're not yeah, ready. We call it purpose-driven entrepreneurs, but yes, it's the bucket for nice. Well, what, what, what the purpose <laughs> is just making all the money and taking it from everyone. No, uh, that doesn't work. No. Nice <laughs> not for me. <laughs> awesome. Well, Carrie, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. And Dr. Carrie Rose has been an awesome guest. Thank you all for watching. And this has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. And make sure to start your course if you have something to teach. There you go. If you haven't signed up already, make sure to sign up for the free training. It's free for a limited time. The Level Up Video Marketing Training. Really take your business to the next level. Just go to authenticweb.media slash level up or click on the show notes and there will be a link right there. I look forward to seeing you in the training and look forward to seeing you level up your business. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. <laughs>